Support for this broadcast of Two Rivers 30 Minutes comes in part from a grant from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monyoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Seems like lately on this program, we've been talking a lot about housing issues, uh, the affordability of housing, the first-time home buying process, how to buy a, a house. There are a lot of affordable homes in the Pittsburgh area, but the other thing that that arises often, and we've talked about this uh, over the last few weeks, has been a lot of those homes are older homes. Some of those homes need work, and one of the things that those homes often need is some lead safety uh, advice. They, they they need improvements in in they've got lead paint basically. Lead paint hasn't been used uh, in the United States in homes since the 1970s. But the problem is a lot of the homes in Allegheny County were built before World War II. So we're going to talk today about uh, what you can do if you already own a home or you live in an apartment building uh, and you want to make sure that you are keeping your children and your family uh, as safe as possible with any lead paint hazards. Jen Sachs is on the line with us this morning. She is the program manager for the Allegheny County Lead Safe Homes program in the Department of Economic Development. Good morning, Jen. Hey, good morning. Thank you for for taking some time to talk with us. First of all, I've been told to get the lead out for a long time, but um, it's not so funny when we're dealing with with lead paint. Where in in Allegheny County are are people likely to encounter lead paint? You know, all over um, about 77%, um, almost 80% of all the homes in Allegheny County were built before 1978. So the likelihood that, that there is some lead paint there um, is very high. Um, older homes built before 1940 um, are more likely to have more lead paint than those built in the 50s and 60s. Um, but yeah, it's extremely common throughout the county. There was actually something that was going around on social media uh, over the last week or so about dishes. A lot of us grew up with uh, the very uh, fancy decorated uh, 1970s and 80s dishes. And uh, Corel, uh, the company that made the dishes, is cautioning people that their older plates should really be used for decoration and not for food use because they may contain trace amounts of, of lead paint, they said. Why did we put lead in paint for all those years? I mean, people have known that lead can cause health problems for millennia. You know, uh, we hear about the fall of the, um, you know, Roman empire because they use lead pipes and things like that. But that said, it's a really wonderful material in terms of it's a soft metal. It's fairly easily available. It's naturally occurring and, um, lead paint just lasts and lasts and lasts, which is kind of why we still have this problem today. Um, but it is extremely toxic. It's a it's a neurotoxin and can cause a lot of health problems for children and adults alike. So um, <laughs> that weighing those, um, I think, 
deciding to get the the let out now is is the right call. We're talking with Jen. We're, we're talking with Jen Sachs from uh, the Allegheny Lead Safe Homes Program. We're going to give you information about how you can reach out to her and what they have to offer to uh, residents of Allegheny County. You mentioned it is uh, naturally occurring and it's elemental. And if I remember my chemistry correctly, that means that unlike uh, a compound, a chemical compound, it doesn't break down over time. It doesn't go away over time. It doesn't degrade over time because it's a chemical element. What, what When we absorb that lead into our bodies, or especially when children uh, absorb that lead into our bodies, what sorts of things does it do? Yeah, it can do um, kind of cause all sorts of problems depending kind of how high the level is and where it's absorbed. Um, it can be absorbed first into your blood and then into various areas like t- tissue areas um, and then ultimately can settle in your bones and then kind of be re-released over time um, during your life. So it can cause problems like uh, learning disabilities for children, um, attention deficit, uh, social behavioral um, issues, a lot of like issues with memory at very high levels, like at the point of poisoning, um, it can cause uh, headaches, nausea, um, like lack of balance problems, things like that. Um, and then in older adults, um, you know, kind of after there's been a high level lead over a long period of time, you see problems with uh, heart problems. Some there have been some studies about um, mental illness, onset of mental illness. Um, so it really can run the gambit. Um, it's harder to measure in older adults just because, you know, through a long life, you know, there's been many impacts from many, um, many things, genetics, yeah. environmental factors. You've had a lot of um, experience in the world that can lead to all sorts of things. Yeah. But yeah, lead is a contributing factor in, in a number of them. What One of the things that, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think I remember hearing that lead paint or, or the lead, excuse me, the lead element lead actually mimics uh, in some regards calcium. And of course, kids need calcium. Well, we all need calcium in our bones. And that's one of the things that makes this so insidious is the body, if it's not getting enough calcium, will instead latch on to any lead that it seems. And, and then, as you said, it gets released out of the body sometimes years later. Is that accurate? Did I hear that accurately? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um Lead is a metal, yeah. and there's a lot of good metals that your body needs to, to Iron, grow. Iron, magnesium, um, all those things, yeah. Iron, magnesium, yeah. calcium, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, But your body can't quite tell the difference between those metals, um, so it could absorb lead if it's um, if it needs calcium or yeah. magnesium or any of those other metals. We're, we're talking with Jen Sachs. She is program manager for the Allegheny Lead Safe Homes Program. That is part of the Allegheny County Economic Development Department. Uh, how does someone reach out to you for, for more information about these topics? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I would want to plug the Allegheny County Health Department. Mm-hmm. They have a department that does um, lead investigations for um children that have an elevated level in their blood Mm -hmm. and they have a really helpful website as well with a lot of good information about how to stay safe in your home um that is what achd.net i think takes you there yes correct okay Mm -hmm. or they can call i guess uh, 412-687-achd and that's in allegheny county 
Yes, and that's okay. throughout Allegheny County. Uh, it's something we've been talking about lead paint, uh, which, as you mentioned, was, was has not been used in residential homes since 1978, although with a lot of the homes around here being having been built before the 1970s, that, that continues to be an issue. Lead also was used in gasoline, I, I believe, to increase the octane of, of gasoline, and that was up until my kidhood uh, in the 1970s. Where did that lead go once it went in the car exhaust and then it kind of settled out? Where did it end up at? Yeah, um, lead and gasoline was banned around the same time as lead paint and um, also, you know, became defunct but through the use of catalytic converters in cars. Um, so, but the big danger with that, which caused a huge, huge amount of poisoning during that, you know, in the 50s and 60s and early 70s, um, would come out in the exhaust of the car and then it could settle in surrounding areas. So, um, yeah, soil. And like you were saying, you know, as a, an element, lead doesn't really d- break down. So um, if there's lead in the soil next to an old highway, you know, there's a chance that, that that's still there if it hasn't been remediated or otherwise treated. So if they plant a vegetable garden or something, and we've, we've had someone from uh, Women for a Healthy Environment on here to talk about soil testing. Uh, so if they plant a vegetable garden or something, they plant tomatoes, whatever it is that draws nutrients out of the soil, some of those nutrients it could be drawing could be the lead dust. Yeah, no, it could definitely end up in, in food. So I definitely recommend um, raised beds wherever possible and uh, testing the soil. I know Grow Pittsburgh yeah. and the uh, Penn State Agricultural Extension do free soil testing if you want to send send in some samples. We, we're, we have a break coming up, so we're going to have to take a break here in a, in a minute or two. But um, let's let's close the loop on this lead paint uh, comment. You mentioned that lead paint, did, one of the things that they reason they put lead in paint was it made it very durable and it lasted a long time, very flexible. Um, if it's so flexible and it's so durable, well, why are we concerned about it? You know, if it's on the out, especially if it's on the outside of the house, why are we so concerned about it? What is the exposure to that then? Yeah, well, I mean, there's still exposure on the outside of the house. Kids don't just play inside. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, lead paint was used throughout um, in the interiors uh-huh. of homes as well. A lot of times not on walls um, or ceilings, but mostly on uh, trim, doors. Floors. Um, and Occasionally floors, yeah. yeah. Which is where kids, um, which is where kids play. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Straight to the source. Yeah. Um, and big one is, is windows. Um, all of those old wooden windows are almost always painted with uh, lead-based paint and that, you know, as those windows open and shut, you can, it can create dust and that ends up, you know, in trot in the window well, on the windowsill and then in the house. Let's pause right there. Our guest this morning is Jen Sachs. She's program manager for Allegheny Lead Safe Homes. That's a program of Allegheny County Economic Development. If you are interested in learning more about uh, what exposures you may have uh, or would like to get your house tested, for instance, you can contact the Allegheny County Health Department, achd.net or 412-687-ACHD. When we come back, I want to ask you a, a little bit more about how this lead gets disturbed, for instance, when people are doing renovations. And, and I also then want to get into what sorts of opportunities are available through the Allegheny Lead Safe Homes program, okay? Sounds good. Broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes on Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, and Tube City Online Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Support for this broadcast comes from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. Since 1866, Striffler's has provided compassionate professional memorial services for families in White Oak, McKeesport, Dravosburg, Portview, and the surrounding areas. Striffler's offers comprehensive pre-planning services and aftercare. And through its affiliated company, Design Monuments, Striffler's also provides permanent markers and memorials crafted in stone, bronze, and other high-quality materials. Learn more at Striffler's.com or call 4 one two six seven eight six one nine one. Let's finish this uh, discussion a little bit here by talking about, you know, we, we talk about the fact that these, these older homes and, and a lot of them are very affordable and, and they can be fixed up. They can be, they have good bones. That's what they always say on the home and garden uh, DIY shows, right? What happens though when you're cutting into the wall to make new windows, new doors, you're scraping, you know, the paint is starting to peel, you're scraping and then that dust gets kicked up. What happens and, and how do we try to uh, prevent it from happening? Yeah, no, you make a really good point. Uh, renovation is a huge source of uh, lead dust um, and can uh, cause poisoning. You know, oftentimes the health department will find a child that's been poisoned and it's because that um, there were renovations going on. Um, and that's sort of particularly sad because, you know, the I think the parents were trying to make their home a safer place to live, but in the interim, you know, actually made it more dangerous. So um, lead testing, um, is will tell you exactly where there's lead and where there's not. Um, that does come at a bit of an expense. Um, if if you don't have any assistance for that, it can be around like five hundred dollars, sort of similar to a home inspection. And they'll test every single surface in the home. Um, if you don't want to do that, but you do want to do some work, uh, you want to hire a contractor that has um, a certification from the EPA called Renovation, Repair, and Painting. And uh, that RRP certification um, tells you that they they took a class <laughs> that tells them how to deal with lead paint. And the, the major takeaways are no paint burning, um, containing the dust with okay. plastic, wetting down surfaces before um, sanding, and a really, really, really good cleanup yeah. um, to make sure ensure that there's no uh, dust left behind. So uh, we're talking with Jen Sachs from the Allegheny Lead Safe Homes Program. So if after we have now scared everybody, or I have scared everybody at least, I don't think you're trying to do that. Um, what 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 does your program uh, do? What what sort of help is available for folks? Um, who have are living in an older home or are fixing up an older home and maybe they have small children or small children visit them, right? They're a grandparent or aunt or an uncle. Uh, what sort of help is available for them? Yeah, absolutely. So Allegheny County Economic Development, we have a program called the Allegheny Let's Save Homes program that we've been running since 2017, uh, funded with um, federal HUD dollars um, <clears throat> that will test for lead paint and uh, make all of the repairs to make the home lead safe. Um, it's for eligible families. So um, there is an income uh, cap. You have to make under a certain income level to qualify. And there needs to be a child under six in the, in the home that lives there or spends a significant time visiting. Um, so if you have a grandchild who comes a couple times a week, you know, that you would be eligible. Um, for 
uh, also, you know, there could be a, a pregnant woman in the home who's expecting a child, um, but there's not yet a child under six. Um, and that's for homeowners and renters, actually. So landlords can get their um, properties fixed up if they are renting to um, a low-income family with young children. Okay. Let's jump back for a second because you mentioned pregnant women. And, and, and I mentioned before the break that one of the things that makes lead poisoning insidious is it accumulates in the bones. The, the body thinks it's, uh, thinks it's calcium, which it needs, or magnesium, which it needs. And instead, it's lead, which we definitely we don't need. Um, so a, a pregnant mother um, who is nursing, or, or rather a mother who is nursing, who's, who's just had a baby, can they pass that... Um, led to the child through the nursing you have had if you have lead lines yeah. in your bones from yeah. when you were a child it can come out yeah. at or kind of be leached out in yeah. periods of great change yeah. in the body sure. so for um puberty is one yeah. pregnancy is definitely one um and uh menopause even um can be <clears throat> okay so um yeah. when i've spoken with doctors they always recommend breastfeeding uh -huh. um regardless just because the levels would probably be very low okay um but it might be worth um getting it's hard to test yeah as well because yeah. you know if you have if you're not you are exposed as a child not as an adult um that um you know you can't test your blood okay. for it it's not going to show up if you you know work in an industry, you know, you do renovations or, um, I don't know, make stained glass or something yeah, and sure. don't adequately protect yourself. You know, that's kind of a different, um, case, yeah. but, um, yeah, from what I've heard, you know, doctors still recommend breastfeeding just because the uh, positives okay. would outweigh, um, any kind of negligible, level of blood. I didn't mean to derail us. I was just curious when you mentioned <laughs> when you mentioned that a home with um, child, children under six or a, a mother who was pregnant um, it was, were the two things that I thought, oh, uh, maybe we have to watch out for that. We, we have another break coming up. The time goes quickly. But you mentioned stained glass, and I had forgotten that that was a hobby that a lot of people do. Um, some people probably also make jewelry. What are some other possible exposures that people can have to, to lead in the home? We, we mentioned, for instance, uh, older uh, decorated plates and, and dishes, things like that. Older toys, sometimes I've understood. Uh, toy soldiers, yeah. for instance. Yeah, toy soldiers. Um, some, occasionally some imported um, goods or spices, some costume jewelry or um, some like coal eyeliner, some like makeup products yeah. that um, aren't well regulated. But um, for most products in the United States, that's not. Okay. Um, going to be an issue um and there but usually like you would see um a recall or something like that um lead is a really dull metal so if you have um you know kind of cheap jewelry that seems dull yeah. <laughs> if uh you like you know flake off whatever is on top you know that's a little bit suspicious okay um but yeah, again, if it's just sitting on your skin, it's very unlikely that that would make the way into your body. It's more the concern of, you know, if it if you're sucking on it or, or something yeah. like that. Most adults wouldn't do that. <laughs> That's more of a something that kids, you got to watch a, 
kids for. But if you buy collectibles or something at the antiques fair or the flea market or, or wherever, and there are older toys that may have been made before the 1970s, that is something that then, too, that is a possible danger. If you have small children in the house, make sure that you're kind of supervised. Yeah, I wouldn't encourage, yeah, particularly, uh, you know, kids that are putting things in the, sure. at the age where they're putting a lot yeah. of stuff in their mouth or um, suck their thumb or things yeah. like that. Um, you try to um, supervise, basically. Yeah. To, yeah, exactly. Well, let's take this break. When we come back, let's talk about, walk me through the process if somebody is in Allegheny County and they would like your program to come out and do an evaluation for them and help them get some help to to keep their homes lead safe. If you could walk me through the process, I think that would be helpful to folks, okay? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jen Sachs is program manager, Allegheny Lead Safe Homes. That's a program of Allegheny County Economic mm-hmm. Development. If you are curious about the possible lead dangers in your home, you'd like some advice, more information, you can contact the Allegheny County Health Department, achd.net or 412-687-ACHD. Broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes. We'll be back in 30 seconds to wrap things up. This is a Tube City Almanac, Tube City Online community event announcement. Springtime programming at the Carnegie Library of McKeesport is in full swing. Wise Walks meet at 2.30 p.m. Tuesdays at the McKeesport Regional History and Heritage Center. Volunteers of any age are encouraged to meet in the parking lot along Arboretum Drive in Renzi Park. Walk at their own pace and log their steps. The first walk for the season is April 19th. No registration is necessary. Back for a final few minutes with Jen Sachs from Allegheny Lead Safe Homes. So if if someone's hearing this and they live in a home that was built before 1978 or 1970, they have a a small child in the home. You said a child six, under age six, or they are pregnant, um, or they watch, you know, the child, they they watch the the child every day. It's their nephew, niece, grandchild. um, And and they're watching the child every day and they say, hey, I want to have my house checked out. What do they need to do? How do they reach you, first of all? Yeah, so we have a hotline. It's uh, 412-227-5700. We also have a direct email at alleghenyled at actionhousing.org. And, of course, you can um, check out our website at alleghenycounty.us slash program. Um, I had mentioned the income limit before. Um, it's fairly generous, so um, I wouldn't let that scare you off. It's about uh, it's $75,850 for okay. a family of four, okay. for example. Um, yeah, so it's not really that low. So, so a lot of folks um, on who are on a fixed income are probably qualify who are listening to this right now. Yeah, fixed income, uh, single parent, yeah. uh, you know, a family where only one parent is working. Right. That's a very, you know, typical, um, those are the people that we serve through this program. So so they call you and what happens? Because I I think a lot of times I've I've talked, for instance, to the fire department. They do free fire safety inspections and smoke detectors. And they say sometimes people are reluctant to call because they think they're going to get in trouble. That the person is going to come out and they're going to say, you can't live here anymore. So they... They, they they won't call when that's absolutely the opposite of what the fire department wants. Wants so what's going to happen? They're not going to get in trouble when they call you, right? Absolutely, no. We are we're not an enforcement agency. Um, the 
what our goal through the program is to make where you live a safer place. So the first, you know, once you apply, um, we will send a certified, they're called a risk assessor, uh-huh. and they have this little gun that basically tells them where lead paint is in the home. They test every single painted surface, floor, ceiling. So it's like wall, an, it's wall, like an electronic wall. sensor type thing. Yeah, yeah. it actually um, has like a radioactive material okay. that measures the percent of lead. Um, and I, it can measure up to 40 layers of paint back. So if there was wow. ever lead paint on that wall, it's going to tell you that. And okay. they come up with a report that tells us exactly where it is. If the paint is intact, it's not chipping or peeling yeah. or anything like that, we could just kind of leave it how it is. And, you know, you keep your eye on it over time. Um, if it is chipping or peeling or if it's on a surface where there's a lot of friction, like a window sure. or a door, it's banging, it's chipping off um, over time, then we'll paint it, replace it, um, remove it, whatever um, the case may be to, to remediate that Can they cover? That can, can they cover it with carpet or flooring or something like that? Encapsulate, yeah, I guess it's so, called? Yeah. Yeah. And yes. Uh, enclosure. Okay. Um, so if, yeah, for a floor is a good example. So if there is a floor that tests positive for lead, we'll cover it over with like a thin layer of plywood or something like that. And then put uh, a flooring product yeah. on top of it. Usually, you know, like those vinyl the, planks. Vi- the laminate um, or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, 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 and how you mentioned that it's not just homeowners and owner occupied homes, but renters as well can get access to this. How, do that, how does that work with the landlord? How do you uh, accommodate the, because the landlord obviously owns the house um, or the right. apartment that you're renting. How, how does that work? Yeah. So both tenant and landlord have to agree to proceed. They both have their own mm-hmm. application. Landlord has to show, you know, that the house is insured um, and that they own it basically. Um, and then the tenant has to income qualify um, and then, and have the, the child. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a boon to landlords. It's free improvements yeah. on their property. That, that hopefully keep it lead safe then for the next tenant and the next tenant and the tenant after that. Exactly. And I mean, honestly, as a landlord, you know, if the child is poisoned or has an elevated level, um, you are, are liable. Um, so, uh, the health department can, um, level enforcement against you if, um, there is a child in the home, but as you and said, they'll it's, say you have to make these improvements. So it's, it's income. It's the income before of the that tenant. happens. Yeah. But it's <laughs> yeah. the income of the it's, tenant, not the income of the landlord, that is what qualifies them. Correct. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah. and and is there a dollar amount maximum on how much in renovations can be done, or does that rarely come into play? So for homeowners, um, almost never. We've yeah. asked for contributions if they you know kind of want an upgrade on like a nicer front door or something like that um for landlords over if the improvements are over twelve thousand dollars then we do ask to kind of split the amount above that but that's still an amazing deal if you're getting all your windows replaced and it's twenty thousand dollars worth of work it only costs you four so that's you know that's a really good deal Uh, give us those numbers again and your email address again for people to get more information yeah, uh, the phone number is 412-227-5700, and the 
uh, email link is alleghenyled at actionhousing.org. And our website is www.alleghenycounty.us slash program. And this includes, they'll come out, they will do an evaluation of the home, suggest improvements, and then they will arrange improvements uh, in, in cooperation with the homeowner or the landlord. So, so long as there is a child under the age of six who spends a significant amount of time in the home or there's a pregnant woman living in the home. And, of course, as long as the uh, people living there income qualify, you said, for a family of four, it's approximately 75 thousand dollars a year that they can make an income so that's going to cover i think a lot of people uh, in our listening area mm-hmm. yeah absolutely uh jen Sachs is program manager for allegheny county economic developments lead safe homes program as she mentioned 412-227-5700 allegheny lead at actionhousing.org jen thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us this morning Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And thank you all for listening this week to Two Rivers 30 Minutes broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport. On Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, and Tube City Online Radio. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.